The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. John chapter 14 from verse 15 very briefly. John 14, 15. We are starting a new teaching series today with themed solutions provider. Thank you. You can turn to your seats. And we're just going to be talking about um, experiencing wholeness through the help of the Holy Spirit. There's a reason why God has given you and I the Holy Spirit. One of the main reasons. We're going to be exploring that deeply this month. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. This is the Lord Jesus speaking here. And I will pray the Father... And he will give you another helper, another comforter, the King James says, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. For he dwells in you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Father, send us your word again this morning in this brief minutes that we have. Speak to our hearts one and all. Help us to receive that which you are releasing upon us today for the month ahead of us and for this season that we are living in, in Jesus' mighty name. All right, you can be seated. God bless you. I think I'm going to come closer to us today. Don't worry, you can leave the pulpit. I will use um, the stand. I will use the seats there. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, the Holy Ghost dwells in me. The Holy Ghost lives in me. And he lives in me forever. I think anybody that has been in church for any reasonable period of time, you should have heard that before. And you should understand that to one level or the other. Every born again Christian has the spirit of God dwelling in him or her. That is guaranteed from scriptures. There's nothing like I'm a Christian and I don't have the Holy Spirit. And that's what Jesus is saying there. I'm about to go, really, these are the, some of the last words and his final teachings to disciples. I'm about to leave. My own assignment is about to be completed. I'm going to the cross. I'm going to die. But I'm going to do something before I go. I'm going to pray the Father and I'm going to ask him to send you the Holy Spirit. We're going to come um, a minute to look deeper into how we describe the Holy Spirit there. And he said, and this is the first thing I want you to emphasize. I want to emphasize that he will dwell with you and he will live in you forever. That he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will not leave you as an orphan. There is nothing like a, a Christian that is ever on his own. And that's because of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. And we need to be conscious of that, particularly in this um, teaching and this series we are talking about. You need to be always conscious of the fact that 
you carry God on your inside. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. He's as much as the Father as he is the Son. Hallelujah. Lay your hands on your belly one more time this morning and declare that I have the Holy Ghost dwelling on my inside. Wherever I go, whatever I'm going through, regardless of the situation and the circumstances, I carry God. Come on, say it with some conviction. Say, I carry God in the person of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, the text there that we read in King James, it said, another helper, or King James says, another comforter. And if you look up the original um, text, the word in, in, in Greek, it's parakletos. And what, what that word simply means is, I guess the amplified translation is the one that does the most justice to the word. Um, it refers to an intercessor, um, a helper, a comforter, a strengthener. And if you look into the Amplified, which we'll look later as we go on, um, there are seven different meanings that the Amplified uses to bring out that word. Now, this is what Jesus was saying. I am leaving you, but I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to be my replacement in your life. Hallelujah. And he used that word, parakletos, referring to what Jesus was to them. And that brings us to what we are talking about. Um, there was never a time in the ministry of Jesus, particularly those three and a half years that Jesus lived and walked with disciples that they found themselves helpless. There was never a time that they had a need that there was not provision. Hallelujah. There was never a time in those three and a half years that Jesus walked with them that there was a problem that arose that there was no solution. And that's why he was using that word parakletos to describe the Holy Spirit. Just like I have been a solution provider for you, a helper for you, a comforter for you, an intercessor for you, an advocate for you, a strengthener for you, a standby for you, someone that when problems come, when there's, hungry, uh, when there's hunger and you don't know what to do, all you have to do is just to turn to Jesus and we'll solve the problem. When a storm arises and we're about to drown and you don't know you're going to make your way out to turn to Jesus and I will solve the problem. I am about to leave. I'm going to send the Holy Ghost to be that person for you. Another there refers to another of the same kind. He is going to be my exact um, replicate. Glory be to God. And that's why I want to talk about... Um, the Holy Spirit being our solution provider. In this world and in this life we are living in, just like disciples, challenges will always come up. Praise God. You are always going to face one challenge or one situation or the other. But what you must always understand is that every problem, somebody say every problem, including the one that you are facing or the ones you are facing right now, they come with a solution. Hallelujah. One day Jesus was in the wilderness. The Bible said there were about 5,000 people with him, not counting um, the women and the children, just men alone. And the Bible said, Jesus said to his disciples, we're going to feed these people. Now that is a problem, feeding 5,000 people in the wilderness. But even that problem had a solution. And the Bible told us that Jesus said, um, 
where can we get bread to feed these people? He was posing the question to them. And he said he himself knew what he was going to do. There is no problem that does not have a corresponding solution. Hallelujah. There is no question that does not have an appropriate answer. Praise God. Um, I use the analogy of the lock that we find on doors. When the manufacturer is manufacturing the lock that they will put on a door, when they are manufacturing a keyhole that will lock a door, open a door, lock a car, open a car, at the same time, somebody say at the same time, they are manufacturing the key that will open that lock. The lock cannot exist without a key. Hallelujah. The problem cannot exist without a solution. In fact, the manifestation of the problem and the existence of the problem is proof that there's a solution. The only thing is that you may not know where it is. How many people have ever lost their key before? <laughs> and you wanted to enter the room? <laughs> That's what problems and solutions are. That's what questions and answers are. The existence of the problem in itself is proof that there is a solution. So when Jesus starts referring to himself as our paracletos or the Holy Ghost as another paracletos to us, he's telling us that, look, you may not know the solution to the problems you are facing. You may not have the answers, but I'm going to do something special for you. I'm going to put the solution provider inside of you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to put the solution. The person that has the answer to every issue that may show up is going to be inside of you. And by extension, what that means is that every single one of us that is a child of God, every one of us that is born again, and every one of us that carries the Holy Ghost on our inside, we carry answers on our inside. Oh, hallelujah. We carry solutions on our inside. What we need to learn and what we need to teach Christians is how to bring out those solutions. He told them, where can we get bread to feed these people? The disciples didn't have the right answer. They said, even if we had um, all the money in the world to buy the bread, we want to eat, where are we going to get the bakery that will produce this kind of bread in, in the wilderness? But he had the answer. Hallelujah. Say with me this morning, because I carry the Holy Spirit... I have the answers because I carry the Holy Spirit who is the solution provider I am also a solution provider hallelujah so coronavirus is harassing the entire world right now and I, I hope we are, we are getting the information that we need so you don't have to be afraid or scared I mean like Dr. Odia said the number of people that have recovered from the virus. You won't see this in the news. I don't know why they don't say some of those things. They always try to tilt towards the negative side. I think it sells more. Because as at the last count, about under 3,000 people have died from the virus. And while that is concerning and alarming, which we need to announce, about 33,000 people have recovered from the virus. You know, it, it just makes a difference if you hear the news that, oh, this thing has killed 3,000 people, oh, but bless God, 33,000 people have overcome it. <laughs> it puts it into better perspective. 
And they said most of the 3,000 people that have died from it, they have pre-existing conditions, their immune system is weak, they're older people and things like that. Again, yes, that is heartbreaking. And of course, we need to be concerned. But look at what is happening now. Um, all over the medical pro, um, profession and pharmaceutical industries, they are racing to come up with a solution, a vaccine or a drug that can specifically answer the problem to that virus. This is how life operates. And the people that win in life, and the people that succeed in life, and the people that breakthrough in life are people that can bring out solutions when problems show up. The pharmaceutical company and the doctor, whoever, who are the people that manufacture drugs, is it doctors or pharmacists? The person that eventually, and I'm sure several hundreds of people are working towards it now, that gets the vaccine and the cure, you know they're going to make money. <laughs> Praise God. They'll make money. The moment you can provide solutions, you're on your way for success and victory. In your office, there are problems there. In this church, there are problems here. God has problems that he wants solved on the face of the earth. By the way, problems and issues arise because of purpose. The moment someone has, I want a goal, I want a purpose, I want to achieve something, like God wants to save the world of sinners, by the time you set a purpose or an agenda or a target for yourself, automatically a problem will arise in this world. There will be obstacles, there will be challenges. And once those problems arise, there will be need for solution. Glory be to God. And what you and I need to rise up and become is to be solution providers by the help of the Holy Spirit. You may not be a medical doctor, you may not be a pharmaceutical company that is looking for a solution to coronavirus but we can learn a thing or two from them. If you will rise up in your life, look around you, in your home, where you work, in this church, in this nation. Do we have problems in this nation? <laughs> Do we have problems in this nation? And start, and this is how Christians ought to live. Honestly, this is how you and I ought to live. Start looking for problems, not running from problems, not crying about problems, not complaining and wailing about problems. And I can guarantee you in this world there will be no problems to cry about, there will be no problems to wail about, there will be no problems to complain about. But if we can just take a step back from time to time and remind ourselves who we are that we have the help on our inside. Hallelujah. Somebody said that this morning, I have the help on my inside. I have the comfort on my inside. I have the solution provider on my inside. Do you know that the Holy Ghost knows how to produce the vaccine that will cure coronavirus? But the Holy Ghost will not give that thing to everybody. I won't give it to everybody. So what we're going to be learning is how to position ourselves to be solution providers in our respective fields. For example, I can't come up now and say, hey, WHO, I prayed, and now I've produced the vaccine <laughs> for coronavirus. Then you say, Pastor T, where is the laboratory that you used to? I just, uh, they, they won't even take you serious. I won't even show up. But bless God, there are certain problems that I can pray 
and present a solution for. Particularly things that have to do with my field and my area of life. Hallelujah. This is how we ought to live as Christians. The starting point, and I want to establish that tonight, um, this morning, before I go to the next thing I'm going to teach you, is for you to know you carry the answer on your inside. Glory be to God. You carry the solution provider on your inside. If you are a believer, can we shout it together one more time this morning? I carry the solutions on my inside. Whatever problems I'm facing, whatever questions are being asked in my life and in the life of people all around me, because I carry the Holy Ghost, I can bring about the solution. Oh, hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost can help us to come up with solutions in our lives. The moment you posture yourself and you start saying things like that about yourself and you start believing things about, like that about yourself, number one, it makes it easier for you to receive answers and solutions from the Holy Spirit for yourself. You know, there's a way you can live life. I don't know whether you've been there before. I mean, you're going through some problems and you, you get this idea or you start feeling this way that uh, there's no way out. This is a hopeless situation. I've done everything I know to do. I don't know what else to do. There's no other way around this thing. There's a way you can live life that way. Or you can live the way Jesus is, is teaching us here. That you know what? I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. I will not leave you comfortless. I am going... And all this time I've been with you, there has never arisen a problem that we did not solve because I was with you. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and he will be with you forever. Oh, hallelujah. He will be with you forever. He will live inside of you. And every Christian must always remember that. That the Holy Spirit dwells inside of me. And he can help. He can bring about creative ideas. He can give me answers to questions. He can give me solutions to problems. For my own life, hallelujah. Hey, I'm having financial difficulties. I don't know how I'm going to meet the budget, or I'm going to pay the bill, or where the money is going to come from. Do you know the answer to that is on your inside? Oh, I have a wayward child. He doesn't listen to me. She doesn't listen to me to raise this child. It's becoming a headache. Do you know the solution to that problem is on your inside? Hey, I'm suffering or there's challenge of unemployment. I mean, I had one very sad news. Someone said that the company where they worked, they laid off about 5,000 people, 2nd of January. Is that how to give somebody new year package? I just lost my job. Or the company I worked in and, and, and the industry, they shut down. They laid off 5,000 people. Do you know there's a solution to that problem? There is no problem that does not have a solution. Just as sure as there's no lock that doesn't have a key. The moment the problem showed up, the solution came with it. There's a solution to coronavirus. So. Someone just hasn't discovered it yet. And the lesson for us this morning is that we can find answers to questions and solutions to problems as Christians. Why? We carry the help on our inside. 
I want you to put your hand on your belly one more time. Say with me, I carry the help on my inside. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost where you are, just pray in the Spirit, just, just for a minute. Convince yourself afresh this morning. I, I carry the answers on my inside. I carry the solution on my inside. The way out of what looks impossible, the answer is here. The helper is here. The solution is here. Oh, the intercessor is here. The strengthener is here. The standby is here. The one that has all the power and all the authority. The allos paracletos. Oh, the helper, the comforter from heaven. The Holy Spirit of God. The one that has come to take the place of Jesus. Dwells on my inside and he lives in me forever. Come on, one more minute. Pray that prayer. Declare that over yourself. I have the answer. The challenges I face at work, the problems in my marriage, the problems at home, the challenges I see in my church, the challenges I see in my city, in my nation, in the lives of people all around me, the answer, the one that can help, the one that can bring comfort, the one that can bring healing, the one that can bring direction, the one that can bring the solutions. He resides within me. Oh, yala bosa kata yala brekedaba. He resides within me. He resides within me. <laughs> he resides within me. Somebody, you need to declare that confidently this morning, even as you are praying. He resides within me. I in myself may not have the answers and I may not know the solution, but bless God, there's someone that knows the answers. There's someone that knows the solution and he dwells in me. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Glory, glory be to God. Let me hear somebody shout, it dwells in me. You see, I, I, I'm feeling like some of you are not coming onto this frequency yet. And I need you to get here because when I start telling you how to unlock it, if you are not yet convinced that he's there, there's going to be a problem. He dwells on, in me. Say with me, he dwells in me. Say again, the answers are here. And please, understand that the Holy Ghost just doesn't solve spiritual problems. I, have you read stories and biographies about people that invented things that we use for everyday life? Whether it's light or medicine or, or in the fields of science and engineering. And you find that many of them were Christians. That's amazing. Many of them were Christians. A lot of the innovation we see and technological advancement that has come into this human world, it was traced back to the time where Bible started being printed. That the moment the printing press came, this was about 200, 300 years ago, and the word of God was now published and common people could read the scriptures, all of a sudden, just a light and development just started in the history of, of man. So for hundreds of years, there was darkness and there were problems without solutions all of a sudden, the Bible began to be printed and common everyday people, hallelujah, could read the scripture and the eyes of the understanding were enlightened by the Spirit and then we started having developments and enlightenment and discoveries in science, in medicine and everything changed. It's all about just activating the Holy Spirit. If people will believe, oh, hallelujah, if people will believe, 
Let me hear somebody declare this morning. I believe the Holy Ghost has the solution. All the help that I need. All the solutions that I need. I believe he knows the way. He can provide the answers. And I also believe he dwells in me. I am a carrier of the solution provider. And by extension, I am a solution provider myself. Life just takes another turn when you can start thinking and believing and living like this. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I practice this on different levels. I remember when I still used to do accounting. And there'll be times where there'll be a problem at work. Maybe we need to reconcile an account or we need to look for money. And I will deploy all the accounting skills I know. And sometimes two, three days will have gone by. We can't find the solution. And I can tell you, church, this happened over and over and over again. When I get to that point where I think I've done all I know to do, I don't know what else to do, I will just pray in the Spirit. I mean, I will consciously just lean on the Holy Ghost. And I will pray in the Spirit. And many, many times, it will even be overnight or two days later. I will just come, I will just see something I've not seen before. And you just start following that trail, and before you know it, boom, you arrive at the answer. There is no problem without a solution. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is no question without an answer. There is no difficulty without a way out. And the people that carry the Holy Spirit, if they know what to do and practice it consciously, they can tap into the help the Holy Ghost carries to provide those solutions to their world. And if you can catch that message and leave that message, life will take on a new turn. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Let me close this morning. We're going to continue on this all through the month. I'm going to show you one way to begin to tap into these things. Is there anybody that believes the Holy Ghost has all the answers and all the solutions to any and every field in life? Can you bring yourself to that point of faith where you know these challenges I'm having in my marriage, the Holy Ghost has the solution? I raise your hand if you can. I mean, honestly, anything we're going to say after now, if you can't believe this foundation, because this is where it starts from. I am going, Jesus said, but I will not leave you comfortless. You will never walk through a storm that you will not have help to overcome again. When they ran through storms, they will say, Master, Master, carest not that that will perish. He will step in, he will calm the storm, he will teach them and rebuke them all, but he always solved the problem. He always solved the problem. None of them died under Jesus' watch. None of them was hungry under Jesus' watch. None of them was sick or anything under Jesus. Why? He was a solution provider. And he said, that's what the Holy Ghost is to you. That's what the Holy Ghost is to you. So when we hit problems, face problems, face challenges like I know you are going through right now. Don't move too much. The one I'm talking about to you. I'm telling you what to do is to recognize that the helper is here. He said he will be with you forever. You will never be alone. It may not feel like it, may not look like it, but the helper is here. And then you now, now need to learn things on how to draw on that help. Let's close with one of them today. Acts 10.38. Please put it up on the screen for us. We're going to close with that. Acts 10.38. 
how God, please watch the text very carefully. Many of you are familiar with it. Anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Huh? Watch, watch, watch solution provision here. And watch solution provider living here. Which is what you and I are called to. With the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So the latter part of the verse talks about Jesus was a solution provider. Can you see that? Hello? But look at how he did it. He was anointed by God with the Holy Ghost and power. So the first key I want you to know to working in this solution providing capacity is the anointed. Please. Don't make it complicated. This is one of the reasons why I said I will come down a bit today. I want, I, want, I want to bring the simplicity of this thing to you. You already have the Holy Ghost on your inside. You already have the power of God on your inside, which really means you are anointed. All you now need to do is to get it upon you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So how was Jesus able to go about helping people, solving problems for people. He walked in the anointing. He just didn't carry the Holy Ghost on his inside. He ensured that that Holy Ghost that he carried came upon him. I will explain what that means. In other words, he consciously tapped into the ability that the Holy Ghost carried upon his life. Every Christian has the anointing within but not every Christian walks in the anointing upon. That's where the disconnect is for many people. Anytime you face a problem, you have a challenge, you have an issue in your life that you want to address. And I'm going to get into this later on as we go on. You really need to be addressing problems. The mistake many of you are making is that you are walking by problems every day. And every week, you come to church, you see problems, you just walk by. You go to your office, you see problems, you just walk by. In your house, there are problems, you just walk by. That's not how to live. You should learn to pick problems. You know what? I'm going to solve this problem. I'm going to address this issue. That's how you should live. Notice it wasn't with Jesus that was sick here. Jesus just woke up, I'm going to solve the problem of sick people. And he knew he had the answer on his inside. Somebody shout, I have the answers on my inside. And he knew how to get the answer to operate. Get anointed. Tap your neighbor and say, get anointed. Get anointed. Get the anointing upon your mind. Get the anointing upon your eyes. Let the anointing energize your body. Get the anointing to, to stir you up, to ginger you up, to wake you up. Get this, what it means to get the anointing upon. Let the anointing motivate you. If you are here, you're always depressed and sad. It's because you are not working in the anointing. Not that you don't have the anointing, no. Let the anointing ginger you. I think I like that word, ginger. That's what it means to get the anointing upon. Get the anointing upon your eyes. Do you know I was solving those accounting problems? Why? What I didn't see two days ago, what I didn't see yesterday, after praying and consciously committing the anointing, the anointing now comes upon my eyes. And I will now say, ah, that's the money I'm looking for. By the anointing. That's what it means. Hallelujah. How God anointed. Tap your neighbor and say, get, get anointed, get anointed, get anointed. You are already anointed though. We are now saying, get upon you afresh. And keep getting upon you afresh. Look, 
when the anointing is upon you, when it's touching your eyes, when it's gingering you in your spirit, when it's motivating you, when it's waking you up, when it's stirring you up, when it's moving you to do things, you will know. And when it is not, you will know. For example, if you are not anointed now, you know. <laughs> and if you are anointed now, you know. Oh, glory be to God. When the anointing gets on your mind, you are not thinking about something before, and then you start thinking about it, you will know. And when you are not having anointed thoughts, you will know. Am I making sense to somebody this morning? Get anointed. Pray till you get anointed. Worship God till you get anointed. Read scriptures. Confess scriptures. Meditate on scriptures till you get anointed. Take communion till you get anointed. Fast till you get anointed. Intercede for somebody till you get anointed. Listen to messages till you get anointed. Put yourself in a position when that Holy Ghost, where that Holy Ghost that you carry on inside, begins to move on you like it wasn't moving before. Hey, hallelujah. Songwriters or song singers, worship and pray till something comes upon you that wasn't there before. You can write a new song. You can sing on a new key. Put yourself in that place. All you need to do is to get anointed. That's what Jesus did in that text. Just get anointed. When an idea from the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you will, you will have solutions. When direction from the Holy Ghost comes in your heart, you will have solutions. Oh, hallelujah. How can I walk in this solution providing mystery that is available? Get anointed. Or get more anointed. See, some of you are walking in problems, you are solving million naira problems, but you have never solved a billion naira problem in your life. You need a greater anointing. Oh, hallelujah. Some of us are pastoring 1,000 member churches. You have not yet pastored 10,000 member churches. You know, 1,000 member is a solution, no? But there's a higher solution. What do you need? A greater anointing. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet this morning. Lift those hands to heaven. Pastors, please, let's come to the communion table. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray fervently. And like David, ask God for a fresh anointing. If you want it to, if there are problems you would love to solve this week, solve this month, solve in this season of your life. Maybe it's at your workplace. Maybe it's something you are doing in church or you ought to be doing in church. Come on, somebody open your mouth, begin to pray. Maybe it's something at home. There's a problem. But you've come to this place of understanding with us this morning. You recognize that you carry the Holy Ghost, the helper, the comfort on your inside, and he's the solution provider, and he can equip you with that solution. When the anointing comes upon you, I want you to open your mouth. Begin to pray fervently if you can. Holy Spirit, anoint me, anoint me. Let a fresh anointing come upon me. Let fresh inspiration come upon me. Let fresh wisdom come upon me. Let a fresh empowerment come upon me. Let a fresh motivation come upon me. Let me have a fresh reason to wake up in the morning. Let there be a fresh spring in my steps. Let the fresh anointing come upon me. Let fresh ideas. Let it move from my spirit and come upon my mind. Let fresh ideas come upon me. Come on, open your mouth and pray. Pray that prayer quickly. 
Quickly pray, 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 and get ready. Father, we consecrate these elements as the body and the blood of Jesus. And as we partake in faith this morning, we thank you for fresh anointings being released upon us, fresh mantles dropping upon us like it dropped on Jesus. Let there be a fresh inspiration of the Spirit on our lives. Let fresh ideas, innovative thoughts by the Spirit come upon us to address problems, to procure solutions to the issues in our lives that we too can live as solution providers. We give you the praise and we thank you for a release of your power in our lives and in our midst this morning in the name of Jesus. Pastors, please quickly take your... The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00640.